Hello and welcome to the podcast, episode 7 of The Secret Chat, uh, where three very close man-child friends discuss whatever they want, I guess. Uh, you're joined by Philip, your favorite host, and also Matt is here. Hello. He is the second favorite host. And then also Amr joins us as well. Hello. Hello, hello. Um... So, yeah, episode seven. We've come a long way, boys. Very nice. Very good. Ep- seven episodes. You know, seven is a special number. Uh, seven you know, is... Um, has a lot of uh, magic to it. Magic, you know? right. Whenever... I... Sorry, go ahead. It's just, you know... I have a question. Um, Did we get any feedback from the grandmas and grandparents? I think... Well, this is what she said when my grandma called me to ask how to get to the podcast. She said she was quote-unquote retarded and so i don't yeah so i don't think she knows how to get to the next episode i don't think she knows that the next episode is even out so i'll have to let her know she is texting me like a bunch of videos and funny tiktoks so she's she's engaged and she's still alive she's a memer she's She's a memer yeah she's a tiktoker more like it was like a tiktok that was posted on facebook Ah, of course. Yes, of yes, course. Yes, yes, Anything yes. having to do with Facebook. Yeah. But she doesn't even use Facebook, so I don't know how she got it. Mm. Okay. Interesting. So um, I wanted to go and open up our uh, first topic today. A very special topic. <clears throat> um, this summer, uh, we always have kind of a theme for our summers. Like last summer, it was... Uh, what was our theme? Like What do you mean? PUBG. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a PUBG summer. Oh, yeah. There's like the counter. Sh- that was a fun summer, dude. That was that a good was a summer. Great summer. And then and yeah, the thing is, the thing is about PUBG that was interesting was like, it was it was kind of shoddily put together, but the whole concept was so good mm-hmm. that it didn't even matter. It was just so much fun. It was so much fun, like abusing the bugs and everything. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember very first patches you could kind of jump in a window without even like you kind of just phase through the wall and a lot of people didn't know that and you could abuse that and it was really fun and then i don't know i mean it was just the only game on the market really like that it was really the only game because there was h1z1 that was was even worse which was even worse that was kind of the it kind of it was pretty popular but it kind of like started everything you know it never there was no PUBG was the game that blew up the Battle Royale genre, in my opinion. Yeah. And then it was like Fortnite Fortnite took it to a whole new level. Yeah. Boo, boo Fortnite. Fortnite bad. Fortnite Fortnite bad. I didn't think Fortnite was going to go anywhere, because the first time I saw Fortnite was on PS4. I was with Troy at uh, his birthday party, and I have a saved Snapchat. It was just this cartoonish old game. That I didn't think was gonna go anywhere, and no one would even care about. And now there's a twenty million dollar prize pool. And now, yeah. um, and also you have like Travis Scott performing. Yeah, <laughs> the cringe <laughs> Fortnite. They, just, mean, they they props, knew how to capture props. their. Yeah, they they know how to capture their, their you know, target audience. Their audience exactly. Essentially, it's children now. And that's what PUBG was kind of doing, right? Because PUBG was it felt more. PUBG then and now is completely different, I think. If you're looking at I the cosmetics. The cosmetics yeah. are so tacky and they're so wild and they're so colorful. I don't really like it anymore. 
I don't either. I, I I liked the thing I liked about PUBG was it's the realism down to, me. to earth. Yeah, realism. Yeah, that's what I liked I about it. Bright so colors as well. Yeah, it was kind of cartoony and it's just I don't know. I mean, it was fun, but it just wasn't the game for me. It was fun while I lasted. I didn't think I was gonna put that many hours into it. Right. Yeah, Matt kind of forced me to get it. Yeah, I mean, like. I got it first. And I was like, "All right, this is this is legit. You guys got to get this." Yeah, you're like, "When this you is get the next big thing?" That's like how we kind of became friends, really. Honestly, around, yeah. around that I time, mean, it was CS:GO and PUBG. Thank you. Thank you, PUBG. Sorry. Uh, um, yeah. So our first topic. Um. So, anyways, talking about themes of summer. This summer, I'm working at FedEx. FedEx game. FedEx. Thank you. And I saw this article. On, and it says, uh, Toronto man says Canada Post just delivered package he ordered eight years ago. So, how, you, how does the package get lost for eight years? Trust me, it it can happen. I've seen. I've only worked at FedEx for like two weeks, I guess, two three weeks, and there's so many packages, so many packages, and there's so much to like, just get lost and to get jumbled up and. It's really easy just to for a package to kind of die and get lost. Well, I mean, I've I've never had a I'm I guess I'm blessed that I've never had a package get lost. It's so easy. It's so fucking like because I mean, you sorry. work there. I don't. I'm. So I don't. You would know. I don't want to talk shit on the podcast, especially because thank you for hiring me. If you ever listen to this podcast, thank you for for hiring me and giving me a job. <laughs> and I, thank you so much, but. And and yeah. and and I I I do she my my boss does agree with me like we talk about it because I go on routes with her a lot uh so we kind of like just talk for like eight hours and she's like yeah this is this is ridiculous like stuff you know like you need to have numbers these packages go with these numbers and then all of a sudden you have all these packages on your truck that aren't even yours and then. Someone else has your packages, and so you're like, like what the hell? Scrambling around, scrambling trying around, trying to find happened, everything. Yeah. And the systems they use, like, they use this, uh, they use like an iPad to, and it shows you your route. And this thing is so stupid. It'll take you to like, just hypothetically, it'll take you to, um, like a house over yonder. So you go there, you deliver the package, then you go to like the another neighborhood you deliver those packages then you go all the way back to that neighborhood you just keep going back and forth so like you can't even rely on technology to do it it's not even efficient so you you guys do it one by one and then drive from one side of town to the next that's what the ipad would have you do but if you if you get there early enough and you load your own truck so that you can find out where every package is then you can like be efficient as fuck because drivers get paid a dollar a stop i think so if if you know your route, like if if I did in my neighborhood and I was a driver, but technically I'm not. Wouldn't you think that the technology would be more efficient though? Yeah, it's kind well, of a shame. Like, like I mean, there's like you know like postal service um, ladies, you know, that in Grifton that have been doing the routes for probably like 30 years, and they just have the route down to a like wouldn't you think that's how fedex would do it I no mean, like exactly like my yeah i mean my other boss they're they're kind of like 
there's all this technology now. And so it takes away from if you have all this map knowledge, like that's kind of something that people want want in an employee, right? See what I'm saying? So like if, right. if you're looking for a job and you have all this knowledge about these routes and you know how to get it done efficiently, um, you know, that's like, that's worth something. But now with the technology, time, yeah. the technology and everything, now all they need is like these big, strong people like me and strong that can ah, just run with muscle man muscle man that can run all day run all day long and just deliver packages but they're updating right. the system right now because evidently um due to the whole corona thing they're running like christmas numbers you know like christmas everyone orders everything like all the time like everyone right, orders yeah. everything for christmas so and corona came kind of came out of nowhere right yeah so it's not now like you can prepare for it, so you can't prepare. So the Corona came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, FedEx is running Christmas numbers in freaking May, and so everyone's there's just so much going on right now, and it's insane. And that's why they're trying to update the um, get better software to try to make it more efficient and everything. I was about to say, like, wouldn't you think that their software would already be able to sort like the boxes into like? That's what I'm saying. Or- like the in a row, like instead of having like skip stops and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Not efficient at all. Like that sucks. It sucks. It's like, like I don't understand. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. But they're they're just now kind of getting a grasp of it. Come on, FedEx, you got this. Well, yeah. I mean, they do a Come good on, job. FedEx. They get their stuff out. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure USPS is much more of a mess no. than FedEx. No, 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 no. Anytime, no way. anytime we see UPS, they seem to get their shit together. We always wave at oh, them. There's, there's UPS and no, USPS. no, no, USPS. The post- oh, 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 sorry. The government, the government. Role. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we always stop and we always talk to them. We have a little chat. So, so I have, I have a question camaraderie. Now. No, we really do. We always wave. We always wave each other. And like it was raining really bad one time, and this guy was like, "Stay dry." I was like, "Fuck you, dude." I was like soaked. I was about to say, um, it, so you're saying there's a camaraderie between the United States Postal Service? What about UPS? Is like the UPS versus FedEx like rivalry? Yeah, that's what like, I thought. Like that, like. First day on the job, I asked my boss, I said, I saw a UPS truck, and I was like, do you guys, like, have, like, a Ron Burgundy Anchorman type of fight? He was like, nah, man. We're, we really look out for each other. I was about to say, like, you know, you see, like, videos all the time of, like, yeah. FedEx and UPS <laughs> like, um, memes and stuff like that. Which is kind of funny. For, is there... The first day on my job, I delivered to Mr. Beast, and I had to deliver to a UPS store. <laughs> so I was a guy in a FedEx wearing a bunch of FedEx uniforms and I delivered like 20 maybe 20 packages to Mr. Beast in a UPS store. <laughs> what are you going to say Omar? Sorry. Um so there's no like rivalry between UPS and FedEx? No, not really. Anytime you see somebody you just like honk your horn and you wave at them. That's honestly it's a shame. Camaraderie. It really is. It's kind of nice cuz like sometimes they may help you out like you like you automatically kind of have that connection, like your friends. Yes, I feel, I feel you. I mean, you guys are basically doing the same job. We're literally doing the same. Employer. Like I, we like, we deliver like Walmart, Sam's Club, that kind of thing, and then like UPS yeah. will deliver like Amazon and all that kind of thing. Pretty cool. 
Honestly, yeah. shame. Like I saw a video the other day of this um, FedEx guy delivering a package and a UPS truck drove by, and he flicked off the UPS <laughs> truck. <laughs> Nah, so if, maybe there's maybe there is maybe, maybe, there maybe is, there's yeah. a few a few that are pretty salty like some in, insider beef or something like that maybe there is but i think in my opinion just from what i've seen maybe it's only local but i think ups has their shit together more than fedex but technically i don't work for fedex i work for a, a contracting service that like buys trucks and like rents them and like buys and trades routes so, right. so it's kind of cool it's like they 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 buy a route and anything in like the 27858 area and then there's like routes in durham that they'll buy and they'll rent trucks and so um i don't know it's kind of cool. cool so they don't really technically they're not fedex i guess i'm not employed by fedex i'm employed by a contract like an expediting service i guess so they're the ones who fedex has all these packages they take the packages and they deliver them so they have contracts with yeah FedEx. they have contracts with FedEx, but yeah that's what i'm trying to say thank you so does fedex have their own drivers as well uh i don't think so so everything that fedex basically has the warehouses and stuff where yeah they pay people to deliver the basically packages yeah because if you look on the side of the trucks there's different names i didn't even realize this but like the one if you if you look around if you see a ups i mean a fedex truck in greenville look on the side mm-hmm. and if it says york expediting service i work for them that's a contracting service or eastern carolina ground mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool well kind of off subject but um it's crazy how like our country and society runs off of literally like FedEx, UPS, US Postal Service. Like one day without all these services would the world would get a shit, honestly. No really. Like there's so like, many packages that need to get delivered. Like no if so many packages and letters and whatnot and just stuff people like desperately need. Like, exactly. Businesses and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, Cause no one's gonna if people Sorry. I mean, some people rely on it for for medication, for for certain foods, for I mean, a lot of things go through the mail, and this thing just suddenly stops working. The money is not there. People are not buying things online. I mean, and it dies for some reason. I mean, that would be, like you said, devastating. Yeah, because these packages gotta go somewhere. There's not like, yeah, it's frustrating when you're like, oh, the package is on its way, and then it's like you're supposed to be come today, and it didn't. It's like, well, has, yeah, like, someone has package? to do it. Yeah, like someone has to deliver this freaking package. I was it's about just... to say like this gotta be really annoying if you like go and look at your like delivery schedule and it says out for delivery and it never yeah, comes. Exactly. Like that's the worst feeling ever. Yeah, yeah, because it's probably got mixed up and it's on somebody else's truck. Jesus. Yeah. It's really a, really it's a mess. Very, it's very annoying. It's There's so many packages and there's so many numbers. Like, my mom del- orders so much stuff and I was downstairs earlier today and I was like, I saw there's this thing how I kind of keep track of all different sections of different packages. So there's this section, um, like a, it's called a vision label. It's like a little sticker that they put on the package that I never really noticed. But I saw the vision label and I was like, oh, yeah, I know that section. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's because there's. So it's like, it's kind of like the insider knowledge. Yeah. 
because it's there's like say the vis you see if you ever see a sticker and it was like two 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 okay two 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 that goes to this truck and then next to it next to the two two twos it says twenty and then o five so then the twenties will go on this section and then the o five will go to this address so it kind of works like that so do you guys ever have to look out for people that steal packages oh yeah yeah my boss um during around christmas time and she was dropping off these packages on porches and he kind of just like slowly creep up behind her and like like reverse and hide behind the trees and stuff and she would uh she delivered all these packages and then she get back in her truck and he's like still there and so she's like okay i can't leave these packages out so she goes back like she goes back on her route and picks up all the packages again so she had to basically do her job again, <laughs> but what except in reverse, man. which is good. This, this guy is just stalking the, the FedEx truck. Trying, I mean, I think I think a lot most people that steal packages usually just drive around and look for some. No, it actually dude, follow, yeah. or do they? I mean, I don't know. Um. Well, bro, you can literally everyone. I didn't realize how many packages there were every day, every single damn day. Like every day, there's like I go to the same house and deliver another package and another package and another package. Like these same houses will get like two or three packages a day, so you can just drive by their house like once a day, just take take a package. It's so easy. And sometimes when I'm in the truck, I'll see like a nice HD 4K screen. I'm like, oh my god, I could just take this right now. I could but take you this, don't. But, but I you don't. don't. You're but no, I because no, I'm because no. I have morals and ethics and I. I took a philosophy class, and I know it's not right. <laughs> okay, Philip. Uh, That's why you gotta. According to philosophy, one thousand. <laughs> According to uh, what was that guy's Mont- Monte Crawl? His name's Monte Crawl. I took him in Prague. So, so these porch <laughs> pirates are really a big thing. Is isn't that the term? Yeah, porch pirates. Yeah. Have That's you seen crazy. those videos of those guys that make fake packages that? Like when you open them, it sprays glitter everywhere and like this super super stinky uh, spray that sticks to your clothes and and uh, the cloth on your car seats and stuff like that. Mm-mm, Have you guys mm-mm. seen that video? No. I, really I think cool. I've seen. I think I've seen something. And like and you're talking he, about. Yeah, and he um he takes like phones and he like programs them inside the package to re- start recording when it gets opened. And he has a tracking device in it and everything. So he records people's reaction. That these thieves, when they open the package and it sprays everything everywhere. It's oh, hilarious. it is funny. But like, what are the chances that uh, someone picks up that package though? Yeah. I mean, he just leaves it. He leaves it as bait. So oh. I was about to say, he probably just leaves it out on his front doorstep or something. Like in a bad area, he just leaves it on the front porch. Oh. And people take it. Oh, okay. I see. Wow. And by the way, Matt... I hate mm-hmm. delivering out in your like, out in the country. I had to deliver. What um, do you mean out of my area? You don't not, come to Grifton. I know I don't come to your Grifton, but like, think of your area where everything's super spread out. I yeah. hate. I had to deliver there the other day. It is the worst, the absolute oh, worst to deliver there, because like these drivers get paid a dollar an hour, and if you're driving four miles to, for a stop, that yeah, sucks. And compared to like, they get paid a dollar an hour. Uh, not dollar, fuck a dollar stop. My bad, thanks. Catch. Okay. Um, but if you're like doing a neighborhood, you get boom, boom, bam, like 
next yeah, stop, like, next stop, next stop. You're making like forty I'm, bucks, thirty bucks an hour. I'm surprised like they don't like change that up. If you're like end up going out into the country, like yeah. you don't get like you like paid like per mile or something. You know, kind of like a truck driver. Yeah, and then on top of that, because there's so many packages and people are ordering everything due to Corona, um, the United Postal Service is talking about giving FedEx more packages, but like packages ah. like that are in the same area, but they only get paid forty cents a stop instead. Mm, boo. Yeah. So kind of rough. All right, I think that's enough FedEx talk. We've been talking about this shit for like 30 minutes. FedEx. <laughs> I can talk about this shit forever. I mean, I like it, the FedEx. It's very interesting. I mean, yeah. day in the life of a FedEx worker. Yeah, there's a lot to know. A lot... Yeah. Have you been invited inside by a attractive women yet? Uh, No, but I uh, have been asked. Uh, my number has been asked. Ah. Yes, I have told you about this. I was delivering a package first day on the job. She said, "Hey, you're cute. First can I?" Day. Hey, she said, "Hey, hey, you're cute. Can I get your number?" I said, "Sorry, I'm taken." But it 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 basically made the day go by really fast because I was like, "Right, your ego." Just my ego is like, like so huge. You're riding that high. I'm yeah, still riding, riding that high. Yeah, still. This <laughs> should last you for a couple months. Yeah, this should this should satisfy me for a little bit. Oh, but that's funny. Uh, but uh i guess we'll move on okay uh i mean today we were just talking about like random stuff i guess but uh what i thought was cool um i know both of you are ready for uh tenant to come out cross yes. your fingers it does not cross your, cross your fingers it doesn't get um delayed we it's july 17th so we got we got a little bit of time to see what happens with the theaters right right but um so the other day, actually yesterday, news came out of that uh, Christopher Nolan, he's well known for, you know, CGI and a bunch of other stuff, or I mean, using what? practical, of, practical, <laughs> uh, uh, practical, about to say, uh, cut me up there, practical effects over CGI. Yeah. But is this practical what he just did? He decided to purchase a 747 Boeing airplane to crash into a building <laughs> and explode instead of using CGI or visual effects to pull off the stunt. Well, he said I he ran he, the numbers, uh, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think he wanted. I thought he wanted to like construct one or something, construct a fake one, and right. that would be more expensive than actually I mean, just buying a plane. I was about to say, I think he like purchased a broken one or something from like a a plane yard or whatever you know <laughs> plane uh, junkyard a plane junkyard yes yeah, but i mean it's still crazy like that if he's gonna blow up like what just, if what if I mean, the scene went wrong that's what i want to know like yeah you can't mess plane. that up yeah yeah they but, could uh, they could um push production back like in a few months I was about to say, kind of like uh, Tropic Thunder, you know? Yeah. Like, blow up all those bombs. <laughs> yeah. Then, like, they missed the whole cut. Yeah, he's, the guy was super pissed. <laughs> oh my god. That movie's great. I love the movie. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm excited to see that movie. Did you guys like the, um, for Tenet, the uh, commercial that they put out? Well, no, I guess the trailer instead. 
Yeah, yeah, the trailer did look really good. The trailer was really was, cool. I, I, I mean, I just I have confidence Nolan is gonna make something phenomenal. So. I remember I was seeing Star Wars when I first saw the trailer, and then it was like you know there's this formula for trailers that everyone uses, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was like Christopher Nolan's movie came out, and it was like oh it's starting, it's starting, and everyone was like this isn't Star Wars, but instead of like being distracted, they were like so into it. Mm-hmm. They were like so hooked. They were on the edge of their seats. They're like wow what's gonna happen like they were like i don't care about star wars right now i want to know what's gonna happen even my dad was like is this the movie like what this is so good <laughs> so and, uh, um, definitely uh, was it's pretty good pretty good trailer i mean i'm definitely excited for it but uh on with uh christopher nolan i uh actually after our last podcast i went back and rewatched the whole uh dark knight uh trilogy you know? Oh yeah, phenomenal movies. I I um I stand by saying that um Christian Bale is my Batman. I'm sorry. I think he's. I mean, I think he's a good Batman. I just the I Dark Knight like they Rises find a like better person. I will admit, I never saw the Dark Knight Rises. I never gave it a chance, and I loved it. You you just saw it for the first time recently? Yes. Wow. Yes. With Bane, dude. Yeah. That like, that's a great movie. Yeah, like it. I didn't like. I never put it together like that, yeah. and like, cause I mean, like, I was kind of young when it came out, so like, and plus, I just always watched the regular, the well, I mean, like the first Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. What do you mean the second one? The Dark Knight, just I'm, well, the second one, yeah, the Dark Knight, yeah. cause the first one's Batman Begins. Batman, Batman Begins, yeah. Yeah, and just like, I mean, like everyone knows the Dark Knight for the Dark Knight movie, you know, but like the Dark Knight Rises. Like it, it brings it all together really good. And like I didn't even know like the uh the Robin ending in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, Robin was in the movie the whole time, basically. Yeah. Oh oh in, in um the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah. yeah. And like it's a shame that he's not even gonna get his own movie after that huge ending. Yeah, and Joseph Gordon Lovett is a pretty good actor as well. I, I like him. He's I was about to say, like, in, um, in, he was really good in Inception. And 500 Days yeah, of Summer, too. Mm. Yeah. And, and 50-50, and the sex movie, too. Don John. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don John. Don John. And also, he was in that little, like, Treehouse Kids movie. <laughs> what was that movie? What? He was, like, he was like, he was he used to be a child actor, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah. He played Snowden. I'm not that big of a fan. He used you know? to be a child actor. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, he's in Looper too. Knives yeah, Out. Looper. Wait, he was in Knives Out. What? He was like one of the detectives, I think. No, he wasn't. If I remember correctly. Are you he, sure? No, he was not. Let's see. Knives Out. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Must have been a producer. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Uh Knives Out. Secret cameo. Let's see. Uh, you had a cameo. Nearly, yeah. Um, I don't. Where was it? Okay. Well, I know yeah. he was definitely in a kid show. Cause he had long hair. You, you know he was he was also in the Last Jedi cameo. He was. Yeah, he was put um an alien or something. I would not want to be in that movie. 
So you're saying you would forgo a Last Jedi cameo just because of the reception it got? Yes. Come on. No, I would. That's bullshit. No. Noob. If you were an actor, that's you'd cap. love to be in that movie. No, no, that I wouldn't. Cap. I wouldn't. Cap, cap, cap. If cap, I was cap. already that famous, I would not want to. Cap. Nope. I Power swear cap. to God. Nope. Nope. I swear to God. Well, not already that famous. Any more exposure can help. Not everybody knows Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, but if if I was that comfortable, and someone was like, "Come play in well, Star I mean, Wars," like, I'll be like, "I don't, I don't fit for Star Wars." I mean, Tom Hardy had a Star Wars cameo. Tom Hardy, I, I mean, Tom Hardy's better for Star Wars, I think. Well, I mean, he was just a stormtrooper. Well, I like Tom Hardy a lot, so I'll stick his and dick. So, so was um Daniel Craig. He was a stormtrooper as well. I did hear about that. That's funny. <laughs> Daniel Craig is a stormtrooper. James Bond actually <laughs> hits his shots. What if there was like a James Bond stormtrooper movie? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> what do you mean? Like a is he a, it's dude in a suit or a dude in a stormtrooper? Suit? Like it's it's in the Star Wars universe, but it's like a James Bond villain. You know, it's like a James Bond villain, oh, like okay. Darth Vader and stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm kind of following you, yeah. But uh. Yeah, that's all I have on uh, Christopher Nolan and Tenet. Everyone go check out Tenet when it comes out, July 17th. We will be there. Yeah, I hope these theaters open back up. I do Cross not your want fingers. them to die. Alright, um... Philip? Yep. Do you have anything else, or do you want me to keep on going? Go on. Next topic? Yeah. Um, so today, uh, It's Always Sunny makes the record books. Um, it, today it was renewed for 15 seasons, beating out all, um, other sitcoms. Well-deserved as well. One of the most consistent and well-written comedies on TV today. Crazy. Exactly. That, I mean, like, even Seinfeld, I mean, Seinfeld had a plan you know and they went by that they didn't keep on going if even though they could you know but just how like it's always sunny can just keep on going and always have something fruitful to offer you know right and you know with this coronavirus stuff going on i think that's perfect for for a sunny episode or even an entire uh, season if they want to do that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Like, like that would be, like, they could do one about face masks. They could do one about vaccines. Yeah, they could like, do one about quarantining. I mean, it's a lot of opportunity there. Like, go, going back to Seinfeld, like, you know that um episode on, of Seinfeld where um Kramer doesn't wear the pin? Philip, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, um... People were posting that video and like photoshopping a mask. He won't wear the mask. <laughs> it's so funny, but like that, there's so much promise with um all this stuff. I hope somebody takes advantage of. I mean, not saying like take advantage of the coronavirus, but you know, but like puts it inco- into incorporate it into, it into a medium. A, yeah, into a show of some sort. You know. Yeah. Because, I mean, what we're experiencing right now, I mean, this hasn't happened in a long, long time. People right. just are, are basically essentially forced to stay inside. Almost to the point that 
it's a crime to go out. Well, not not a crime, but you know, you could get a ticket or something. Or yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of businesses that are like opening up, you know, that are deemed unessential, and they're getting like their power cut off just so they'd stay shut down. Well, I've seen like a lot of videos, and like New York is still bustling. Like everyone's I mean, out in New York. Not like Times Square and whatnot. Yeah, well, like there was a there was a time where Times Square was like a ghost yeah, town. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, but it it is New York. I mean, people yeah. are not just gonna. Yeah, people are gonna be out and about doing what they need to do. But then, like, of course, there's tons of other people that like taking it way more seriously than others. You know, like right, there's yeah. people that haven't even left their house in three <clears throat> months still. You know? Some people, I mean, they really shouldn't be if. if that much of a risk to them they're immunocompromised or or, right you know that could that could be a potentially fatal disease but then again like a bunch of people that are staying home can easily work at home like a lot of people you see more often tweeting about being at home and whatnot have jobs as like actors streamers you know Mm -hmm. entertainment people are more apt to stay at home and document that right and yeah i mean a lot of people have adapted to this uh pandemic or uh, epidemic to you know by changing their schedules changing the way they work people college students adapted by using online classes etc etc just uh, cross your fingers and pray that uh, Danny stays safe during the coronavirus. We need Danny him in DeVito? this. We need him in this fifteenth season. We do need him. If he, dude, if Danny DeVito died, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably That'd die sad too. Day. I'd want to go with him. Sad day. I definitely want to go with him. He's getting old too. Yeah, he's How not exactly he? a healthy individual. Ah, uh, he's Danny. He's like seventy something like that. Let's see. 75. Oh, he's getting up there. Yeah, and he's short. He's 75? Yeah. How old do you think he was? Like 60s? 30. You think he was like 20 years old? <laughs> I think he was 20. I thought he was in his 60s. <laughs> Can you imagine? 20 year old Danny DeVito. I mean, he acts 20 years old and it's always sunny. It does seem like a, a young spirit. Mm-hmm. Probably a stud. Probably was. He's he really he's speaking like right now he's speaking. Oh yeah, I mean he he's been he was in um just in Jumanji the next level. Like that's a big role for him. Imagine peaking at like seventy years old. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Like <laughs> That would be that would suck. I mean, like he he had like a lot of other TV shows, yeah. like Taxi. You know, Taxi was a big role for him. Yeah, I can. And then like he was, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He was in that. Did a really good job in that. Yeah, that's a classic movie. There's an mm-hmm. episode that references it directly, where he's in the right. mental facility. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. And he's, oh, with like, the frog know, like, boy. Pick up. Yeah, and like the chief, the Indian dude that uh, the American Indian picks up the the water fountain and throws it through the window, and he breaks out. 
I never saw it, but now that I see, I'm looking at his um page. He was he was the uh the Lorax as well. <laughs> yeah, he was it's a the perfect Lorax. role for him. Yeah, the trees. Mm. Anyways, uh, SpaceX had their uh, or was supposed to have their launch today, but it got, but it got postponed due to the weather. Shame. Yeah, shame. But it's very, very cool what they're doing. To be a privatized company having a space mission, it's the first time ever. Right, it is It is pretty cool to see private companies getting into the space business. I mean, very soon capitalism will show that it will grow, it will advance. There's money in that, in that field. I was about to say, like, they're just tapping into the space industry. Like, soon we're going to have, like, vacations into space. I mean, right now it, it's happening, but it's like, a million dollars, something like that. It's very expensive. It's like people, instead of saying I went overseas, they'll say I went off-world. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're only 20 years old. There could be a time where we're For like real, man. 60 we're years 20. old. Yeah. I mean, imagine our parents with their technology at 20 years old. They probably never would have thought where, where, we, where we are today. They never would have thought that would have been possible. All right. I mean, like, if I told my dad when he was 20 that he'd have a cell phone in his hand that could connect to everybody across the world in an instant, I mean, that even his comic absurd. books, his ridiculous. comic books were coming to the big screen. Yeah, like exactly. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And I mean, technology yeah. will advance faster, even. I mean, I didn't even think it was possible. Like when I was a kid like i mean you know like everybody wants to be an astronaut go to space or whatever but uh-huh. like they're making it they're trying to make it a reality for everyone right yeah do you I think isn't it can you like pay like a thousand bucks to go to space soon i mean like I think it's like, bucks. No. no it's it's like a million dollars to go like deep in the space but do you yeah, think you can like pay a, do you at think least you, do you think you in the future you'd be able to pay like a thousand bucks to go to space I mean, I'll see why not. I, I mean, think there could be. If it gets big enough, if it gets big enough, yeah. That could I be mean, the like, new. They're gonna. Secret but it's all about. It's all about. Forty years supply and demand. You never know. Yeah. There's tons like, of people that want to go to space, and there's not that many spaceships, so. We could totally I mean, fuck like, over the uh, flat earthers. I mean, you never know. Like in forty years, it could be a necessity that we need to be in space. You know, have like yeah. a moon base, something like that. Especially if we wreck our own planet. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy time. Have like a civilization on the moon. You never know what could y'all, happen. Do y'all move to the moon or Mars? Would I? Yes, I would. I don't know if I would. I don't know. I'd just probably stay here. I mean... It would yeah, be cool. But I mean, cool imagine being like, on Mars. I'd be a moon. There'd be I'd so be much. Part... The internet would be bad. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I would definitely. Like, if someone wanted me to go on a, a maiden voyage, like, to, like, colonize, you know? Like, yeah. with promise of returning back to Earth after, like, maybe, like, five years. That's been five years on Mars or the moon. And you just go over there and 
Your you only see, role like, is to increase the population. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like developing, like I'm, I'm sure, like you never know, like they probably have like miles and miles of like buildings on the moon one day. You know, yeah, crazy. Yeah. The moon is tiny compared to Earth. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how big it is. You know, like in terms of it's crazy like the case here you take me to the moon if they like stop shut up stop why'd you why'd you do I'm that sorry siri no, don't but um <laughs> if we can get to the moon and like put a station on the moon you know yeah. that would make getting to mars that much easier yeah it's kind of like a uh jumping off point i was about to say yeah. it's like it's like stopping and getting some gas or something you know yeah I mean, we're we're getting there. Hopefully, one day before we die, we'd use another cold war. <laughs> Negative. Want to mm. get to space? So you I mean, do it. yeah. I mean, somebody else start building something like that when they colonize the moon. Like, if you get like China wanting to, um. Build a base on the moon. You know, we would do everything we could to get there first. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if there were resources. If we found oil on the moon, Ooh. and I mean, oil on, on the moon. The US, the US, US would, would be all back down that. from that. Yeah. Space race part two. They said NASA is my favorite organization now. Yeah, <laughs> SpaceX. Oh, Ooh, what if it was like a space race between NASA and SpaceX? I mean, it Dude, might get to that point. That's one basically day. what's like, happening right now. I, I mean, like literally, like. NASA is progress. like I thought they were partnered like though. Pay- I mean, they're kind of partnered. Like they're paying each other for certain things, is what it seems like. Like NASA paid SpaceX for this mission or something that's coming up. I mean, like now it's Saturday. Is the next launch window? Oh, right. But um, I mean, I I don't think it would get to a point where NASA and SpaceX are directly competing i think it's more of like a a branch working together kind of like i don't know trying to think of an example but i don't have one they they coordinate with each other yeah because when i went to the jfk um launch center there was spacex and nasa stuff all over the place like they were they were like next to each other like they were all working together Yeah, when uh, NASA like started getting defunded, that was a bad time for yeah. me. Mm, I'm sorry. Like I sorry, remember, Chief. I remember when I was um, like twelve or thirteen. Me and my grandparents, we went to the um, NASA Center and watched the last um, night space launch for NASA. That's it pretty was, cool. It was very cool. To see something like that—a space launch, like being only so what, like ten miles away from the see? rocket. We you saw, saw like, the rocket? Yeah, the rocket lift off oh, and everything. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And, like, just seeing something like that in the dark is just incredible. Wow. Like, we... It got... Where it was, was this? It was in Florida, the NASA space station. Oh, okay. And, um, like, it was supposed to lift off at, like, 11 o'clock, and then it got delayed to, like, 4 a.m., so we were literally outside, wrapped up in blankets, because, <laughs> I mean, it was, like, it was in February, something like that. We just sat out there, and like, in the freezing cold, it was like 30, 
40 degrees in Florida at night. Jeez. Just waiting for Yeah, I know exactly where you're ta- I know exactly where you were. I, I remember it. Yeah. That's crazy. Alright, you guys wanna wrap it up. It was a good it was a really good time. Yeah. Right. If that's all Yeah, so we got I'm Omri good, anything? Good. Nope. Good. Alright, well thank you for tuning into the podcast, the secret chats. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Please rate us. Please, please, please. It helps so much. Tell your friends about us. We're on us. Every, every platform. Yep. Uh, finally, Donate to our Patreon. Patreon slash the tip jar. Um, we finally on every platform. We just got added to iHeartRadio. I just got the email. Very good. Very good. And uh, we're live at twitch.tv slash podcast every Wednesday. Um, please donate so we can continue the podcast and we can feed our kids. Love you. It's what? We love you. Bye. Bye. You're not telling us?